is gonna roll me I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed She was looking kind of dumb with her finger How to do it to him, baby? It doesn't get more banger than this. Uh, uh. How do you not want to like have a good day? You yeah. When did you first hear this? Uh, when it first came out. Uh, see me. I saw a movie Shrek. called The Rat Race. Ah man, I just watched Rat Race a few months ago. Such a funny movie. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> it was kind of like slapsticky, yeah, like yeah, silly, yeah. you yeah. know. But banger actors. Yeah. Yeah. So good. This was such a good song. Anyways, um, another day of us not being copyright striked. I don't even know how that shit works. <laughs> we made it this far, guys. That was All Star by Smash Mouth. Not that it needed an introduction. Yeah. Um, okay, so th- we listen. I listened to the last week's podcast and I liked it. Yeah. But I thought um, it, it lacked like lessons. Yes. You know, a lot of the time we'll record podcasts and there's like some sort of like takeaway. Yes. And last week we was like, we name dropped a shit ton of like <laughs> randoms that you guys don't even know. Talked about the nineties where some of you guys may not have been born. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to do like a list that'll hopefully help you because we're going to talk about, I don't even know the list. Amar pulled this one up. Yeah. And hopefully uh, it helps us. Cause you know, cause we were, cause this is the thing we were, we were just talking about this before the podcast. We're like how shit is unfair. Like certain things is unfair, you know, like how, so I think the way this started, okay. was, um, <laughs> How can I word that? Um, yeah, you know, when... Breakups. I guess when breakups happen um, and you have mutual friends that are caught in the crossfire, yeah. <laughs> um, they've got this odd, tough job to either, one, attempt to manage both, yep. never works, or two, uh, choose a side. Choose a side, baby. And I could say that, like, most times, they've always chosen sides. Really? And, and when they when they gotta choose sides, they also gotta like talk shit about the other side. That's what I mean. You know? it, it, it's it, it's unavoidable. So I'm trying to think: has there ever been times where I benefited from obtaining friends? I I don't know. I've stayed friends with like a breakup friend or a breakup couple with both, and it's gone decently well. Wow, I I don't think I ever have. Really, you've always chosen side. Oh, you mean being the friend? Yeah, yeah. Like you are the mutual friend. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My circle is small, man. Like, like, you guys got to stay together. My circle, <laughs> I need these people. My circle is small. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just one of those things, man. Like, so I got to ask the question. Um, and this is good. Charlie. Hey, he's got a Costco. Don't do that. <laughs> now he's looking at me like what? Um, I got to ask a question last week, which is gonna come across as like a humble brag. I really want to preface that this is not. No, just be a cocky brag. I don't no, understand no, why no, people no, do humble brags. Because anyway. listen, it was I got I got asked this thing. Yeah, and I. I don't often get asked this. And I hey, didn't. guys, so a lot of you have been asking me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't really know how to answer it, but I was doing a review of this really cool futuristic 3D printer. Yeah. And the, the, the guy, the head of the company was there as I was filming. And he's like, man, I checked out some of your stuff. He's like, you seem like you're like a really down-to-earth guy. There's the mm-hmm. humble flex. Because okay. um, <laughs> I thought you were going to flex printers and shit. No, no, no. <laughs> he, he was just like, you're like really down-to-earth and humble. Like, how do you stay so grounded mm-hmm. and i'm thinking okay i see the compliment there the compliment is that he thinks highly of me because of what i do or the following and i had no idea how to answer that right um, <laughs> which is the most ungrounded thing you could do is not answer it 
Yeah. Well, like, I was I was like the cockiest <laughs> thing. Oh, I just, it I just happens, it. bro. This is me. No, so I was like, you know, like comments. I don't really listen to comments. I don't remember where the hell is going with this. Um, what were we just talking about? Uh, unfairness, breakups. Uh, oh, 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 friends, 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 friends. Yeah, yeah. So, so when I answered that, it made me realize that I'm like, you know what? In his world, like to to come across as grounded and um, humble is because I don't have a big circle. I'm like way smaller, I promise you, than people think. Uh, so you think the bigger the circle, the cockier the person is? No, I think the bigger the circle, the the more you might struggle with authentic, deeper relationships. Nah, that's bullshit. Uh, okay. <laughs> nah, that's bullshit. <laughs> I, have, I have a huge circle, okay? No humble brag. <laughs> no, you do. Listen, huge you circle, do. No, 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 you do. Grounded. But it's situational. It is situational. We're pointing at each other so hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like our arms are like wave over our heads. No, no, it's situational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. Situational. You thrive in situational relationships. Yeah. Right? Um, so I would agree. You, you're you somebody that can maintain a healthy thing. I just think everyone can. No, no, can. no. If you break up with someone, just don't expect your friends to choose sides. If you know there's mutual. Are you if, joking? I know. Just don't. Like how? No, no. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. Has have any of your friends broken up, right? And then told you to not don't worry, you don't have to choose a side. How God given are they? Can I tell you something? They're the greatest I'm, people. Let on me earth. no no no. Let me tell you something. You've been fooled every time someone's told <laughs> yeah, you. That. Yeah, yeah, that is a because fool. what they right. try to do is go. Listen, you don't have to pick sides. Yeah. What that means is you it's, better pick my side. It's bitch. their negotiation tactic. Yeah. Yeah. it's like pick. My, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 They're trying to be like nice yeah, and smooth. Yeah. Like, listen, you don't have to pick sides. Yeah. But like, it would really mean a lot to me if we could spend. Some, it's like that's their way of saying pick me. Yeah. And then because you hang out with the other person once. It, it's a, I mean, it doesn't happen often. Like, it's happened a few times for me where I've introduced significant others to friends. Yeah. Um, very few times has it happened where those friends actually went there. It's happened <laughs> like the, the last like last years ago. It happened to me. Yeah. Um, and, and there was an event I was I should have been at, but. Due to certain circumstances, it just didn't equal Oof. To, to me going. And they've the friends migrated. I'm, oh, listen, they already migrated. I'm, I'm, I, I know they've already migrated. I'm going to be blacklisted. And, and it God. sucks. It sucks when you have to lose friends for bullshit things that were out of their control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, the guy always loses custody of the friends. I just got to I got to say that. I, I would agree. Mutuals, I would agree 100%. The guy loses custody. The guy always loses custody of the friends. And the kids, obviously, more importantly. Yeah, <laughs> boss. That's a, that's a given. Dang, yeah. I don't know. It's just like that's that's to me. If we're going to talk about unfairness today, yeah. By the way, did we did you say the topic? Uh, we are going to talk about fifteen unfair things in life. It says and how to overcome them, but I feel like the how to overcome them part might be cliche. So well, we'll listen, see. I don't know the list, but we'll work together to figure out how we would overcome. Them. But since we're talking about custody, let's just get right into it. Do you think uh, it's it's um, it's fair that? You, the woman would keep custody of the kids. Um, do you want me to answer that? <laughs> like, no. So, so the answer would be not in all circumstances. Yeah, of course not. However, if you look at society's norms, and maybe not norm, honestly, I don't even know where it stands anymore. Yeah. But usually, the mom. A lot of us have deeper connections with our moms. Yes. Um, because dads are like the breadwinners. Yeah. And that sounds very old school, but, um. I just think the moms, I don't know, man, put in put in a little bit more of extra personal time and emotional connection with the kids. Yeah, I, exactly. I would say the mom is probably a better parent, so it's probably fair for her to keep the kids more times. Obviously, 50-50 is perfect, but 
um, you know, I feel like more times the custody should go to the kids because I feel like moms are actually better at that type of parenting. However, it's probably not fair to the kid to not have that man male figure yeah. in his I life. think the worst situation and I've never thank God if I had to go through this but where a kid has to choose mm. you put that on a kid where at that age it's transactional shit there are kids being in the crossfire we're here talking about mutual friends yeah damn by the damn. way yo if you ever hear my voice my uh yeah my your voice, voice when is this like, gonna stop for you <laughs> man this is my new voice oh no oh, no, I think you the voice cracking <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> the voice cracking <laughs> I'll talk about the voice crack. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't have this like foam thing on the top of my mic. So if you ever hear this. Yeah, like an explosive. If you hear my hot breath in your ear, you know why. I recorded a video with my mom yesterday for like an art show we're doing. And I guess when I was leaving her house, the. the you took the foam. The foam fell off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when, what were you saying? When is my voice crack going to continue? I did. I thought you were going that way. I didn't, I didn't mean to. I thought yeah. that's where you're going to go. Yeah, I've been taking this like <laughs> this fat burner. Okay, I'm in a body transformation challenge. Oh, you're still okay. doing it? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Six me weeks. too. Yo, I took this fat burner. Mm. Oh my! Wait, is it a pill? Look at me. You know why I put on this jacket just now? Yeah. Because the sweat inside is already too much. Is it a pill? It's a pill. You fell for that shit, man! Yeah. I thought decades long we've t- we've all agreed it's a scam. Dog, I've been sweating like profusely. That can't be healthy. Uh, it cannot. Why are you <laughs> taking that if you're doing six weeks? Straight? I don't know, but you're gonna lose the weight, no problem. I used to sweat without this pill, like <laughs> profusely, and now with this pill, I'm just like a, <laughs> just a mess. Anyone that has encountered me, they're like, this person has gone through some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, I'm so fucking. Hot. Man, that sounds like it sucks. A pill that makes you sweat. I'm also kind of like I can be a sweaty guy. My lower back is usually the first to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, getting this game over. Yeah. Okay, 15 unfair things okay. in life and how to overcome them. Damn. Some people are born rich. Some people are born into wealth. They got a silver spoon in their mouth. Okay, do you agree? How, uh, how do you want to do this? Do we, do we, do we agree? Disagree? Oh, well, no, we'll, we'll, see, we'll, we'll see where we are. Where okay. we both are. I do think that some people are born rich. I don't think that that's a certain disadvantage because I think there's a lot of disadvantages with being wealthy. Thank you. Exactly my opinion. Yes. I think uh, 100% to say people aren't born rich is a naive thought. Yes, there are people that are born rich, but I think that it comes with a whole bag of issues that it's easy to attack. Oh, you got money. You can go cry to your millions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy to attack because you, on the flip side, don't know what it's like. Just like you're you're harping on they have no idea what it's like to be poor. You, well, I don't think it's targeting. You have no <laughs> yeah, idea what it's like yeah, to be rich. Yeah. <laughs> but like in these circumstances, mm-hmm. it comes with a whole different set of cards it, like work ethic for example like the fact that you don't because you're rich and you always like let's say go to mommy's money or daddy's money whatever um you won't know like how to make your own money how to develop your own money how to have work ethic how to have responsibilities the freaking grass is getting cut every week you know by there's certain else. things uh and a part of that is maybe it's that isn't a huge issue Right, if it's old money, they don't need necessarily a good work ethic. Yeah, and they just gotta keep it going. Damn. Yeah. Another voice. Crack. <laughs> <laughs> Been voice cracking like crazy with this medication. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Okay, give us the next one. <laughs> um, oh, some people are born with a natural talent. I think this is a genuine unfriggin' fairness. Oh, that's facts, though. Yo, the people that can sing, the people that can—I don't know, man. 
friggin' paints. Like no, here I will say about. Let's talk about singers for a second. There's a lot of great singers. Yeah. So singing is a great talent. One that I can do in the car when I'm by myself. For some reason, I've got a whole different like vocal range mm. when I have the confidence. Yeah, yeah. But when a friend's around, I'm like, habit a who, you know, and it's, it, it's gone. I swear to God, guys, I can sing, yeah. but you'll never unfortunately be able to experience it's it. It's because in front of friends, you don't unlock that next octave no. of, of confidence. No, 100%. I, because it's like, they're gonna make fun of you, it, which is bullshit. It's like, well, you're gonna make fun of me because I can sing good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's what you got. But that's so unfair, man, that people can like sing. I, I'm thinking um, more of the sort of, less visible talents like some people are, have an ability to hold on to motivation and just run with it and not stop you look at these business people and they just go go yes they've got weaknesses other places but they just go 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 and yes. it's like that to me is an unreal talent yo also not on this list there are some dumb mofos out there that i am so envious of Oh man, there's some like imagine legit being airheads, dumb man. and just like not thinking of like repercussions or what people will think of you. You know what it is? It's a simple life because, like, simple mind, simple life type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the reason I, I think that is because you're not like being naive has its own. What's what's there's a saying? Uh, any, Don't any, say ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. That's the saying. Because it's 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 true. Like yeah. you don't when you don't realize there's an issue, is there really even an issue? Yes, of course, but. Will it impact you the same? Yeah. The, the biggest issue that I have in life, I can say hands down, is brooding. Something mm. I brooding is something where you sit and you stir on something you may have done in the past or you must have recently done, and you play over the events in your head over and over and over, thinking that maybe you can think of a way. Yeah. But the problem with the past is we all know it's unchangeable. So brooding is a really ineffective thing that people do where we sit in our cringe and we it's so crazy because like you're just reliving the past like the past has hurt you okay it's hurt you a great deal and now you're gonna in the present relive the same past by brooding like the same hurt you're and just, just it, it, it just does nothing and, and this is an issue that i'm currently struggling with with the ability to be present mm. like last night i had my cousin and my buddy over for the leafs game and I told myself, I'm going to put my phone away and I'm going to engage and really listen to what they have to say, ask them about their life and, and, and just have a moment. And it's a really tough thing for me to do. And I yeah. think a part of that is because I'm always online. I'm on my phone all the time. Yeah, that you need to just shut off. Uh, yeah, I, I need to shut off. But I don't know. There's certain things that like, yeah. Like the brooding is one of the ones that's like the worst thing that I definitely need to get some assistance with. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, you, when you see your cousins and friends, do you say, hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> general question um hey what's up guys yeah but, but like I, in a totally different dialect yeah yeah, like, yeah. just like a, hey, what's up guys like normal like you you just caught the tail end when you got to my house now of a voiceover yeah, yeah yeah um and and i use my hands a lot and i'm always making sure i'm smiling when i'm doing the voiceovers because when you're smiling people can tell yeah but when you're not people can also tell there you go right through the voice so so there's a fun little trick if ever you guys are doing voiceovers actually smile and you'll you'll sound happier when you do it you know so <laughs> it's because yeah you were just watching me like what the fuck and then you can see that through my voice too. yeah yeah. Like, yeah 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 that's a good trick um you know it's just um when when people when when i see my buddies i'll go like hey what's up guys yeah uh yeah. no because like it's the same thing like anyone who has any job right knows like if you're a nurse you come home and you're just like, fuck everyone. I hope everyone dies at home. Oh my God. You know what I mean? I feel like because you give so much of your emotion yeah. 
to 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 it. Fair. Um, or like if you're like a server, you're always so happy, and then as soon as you turn, your your face just like demolishes into like the most neutral looking face, mm. like the bitchiest. Yeah, face. yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then turn. Boom, yeah, and gone. Yeah, turn right off. Um, oh fuck, where's I going with this? Unfairness, brooding. No, brooding. Damn. Well, anyways, guys, brooding is something that yeah, we all a lot of us do it. Yeah. You know, and there's like memes about it. We often joke about it, but it is. It is so ineffective. And so back to simple mind, simple life. Um, I, I, saw, I guess what I think is that when you have sort of a simpler mind, meaning less complex thoughts, yes. you know, um, it allows you to live more presently. Yes, it has its downsides in terms of you'll be taking advantage of a hell of a lot more. Yeah. But like you go through, it seems like they go through life just like, this is what I am. This is who I am. And if it happens, who cares? That's Whereas... It. I'm hyper intense with like, ah, what is this decision? And, and over critique. And that's going to affect this. And yes. And like, for me, like, man, like the biggest thing in my life that, that messed me up the most are girls, man. Damn. Girls mess me up the most because. Shout outs to girls. And, and it's just, it's, it's been a thing for years that like, I don't know, man. It's just, they, they make you brood, bro. They make me brood. Cause I'll, <laughs> sometimes I'll think like if it's a, if it's a girl that I like and I'll, I'll say a joke and they may not know my humor, I'll fucking go home and be like, holy shit, why the fuck did you say that? <laughs> you sweat. The second that joke comes out, you yeah. sweat until until you come back Cause, home. Because sometimes you'll put you'll put it out there, and you'll be like, uh, let's just see if the dad jokes fly, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, nothing's worse than a bad date. Uh, okay, where I was going with this whole dumb people envy, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't know if it's, I don't know if it's a line or a quote, but it's like dumb people always get the job, which is like when you go for like a job application, Right, you're online, you're looking through job applications, and it's like, we need a bachelor of this, right? And then the dumb ones, they don't even care. They just apply. Mm. They have, but is that dumb or is that smart? I think it's so smart. Yeah, that, so that's why I'm so envious the, of them because, like, the smart ones are like, oh, uh, mm, it says you need good teamwork. Am I really good at teamwork? This like, is different. This you over critique yourself. I, th- I think this is, this isn't an intelligence thing, I think this is a rule following thing. Maybe it is a rule following because thing. like a lot of people are like, I don't have five years experience. Whereas like I grew up like being told to uh, just apply anyways, just apply. Yeah. Exactly. So someone who actually has a five years or yeah, four years experience is not going to apply because they don't think they have five years, but then someone with like one year experience is going to apply. And in the end, they're going to get the job. Do you ever overcomplicate shit? All the time. Everyone does like in your head. That's what, that's what humans are. best. No, but, but no, but, but on the same realm of this topic, like there's people that over intensify things, yeah. right? Like, and this is the the life of a guy with an anxious mind. Yes. Like, I live in a world where everything is over intensified, yeah. and it gets to the point where sometimes you have the inability to see how far you've over amplified this issue. Yeah. So I I think you've talked about this before, but I also like give myself like let's say like two three personalities when this happens. Yeah. Right. And like the over critique guy, like ever I think ever since if I make any food ever. And I make a friggin' I make like three things every day. I over critique myself. Ah, too sweet. Ah, too too much of this. Too much. But what does it do? Okay, right? so so you make something too sweet. Does it make you feel anyway? It makes me feel like the next time I remember. Oh shit, that was too sweet. Okay, Let me make it better. <laughs> so, so it's a, like <laughs> it's a very wholesome moment. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's great, right? It's great. But I feel like okay. Let's talk about not cooking. Let's talk about like let's say with girls. Let's say relationships. Okay, okay, right? okay. Um, um. You know, let's say you're trying to date someone and you don't know if she's the right person and all this, right? 
then you know you you bring your panel of guys in your head, right? Mm-hmm. You got like your four or five yes, guys. Yes. One guy's like, "Yo, bro, let's just fucking get the fuck out." You know, right? Let's just make it casual. Let's do what we need to do and get out. Mm-hmm. Um, the other guy's like, "Hey, guys, like Virgin, you know, like just like you get you get your four guys, and then I don't know. I think it's okay to talk shit as long as you don't believe everything that you say. So, like every, everything that you think shouldn't just be fact." Like, yeah, it shouldn't be a fact. There's like a type of meditation where it's like, let the thoughts just... Just flow by. Just right. flow by. I think I heard this... Uh, uh, we saw it on a YouTube ad, I think. <laughs> well, there's also... There's there's a book. Um, I can't remember. Maybe Atomic Habits or The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, maybe. Yeah. Where humans are some of the only creatures that have the ability to know that we're thinking of a thought. Yes. Like two steps, you know? Whereas animals don't realize that they're having a thought. Mm. To them, it's just an action. <clears throat> so... We have to take that 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 uh, that resource or that skill set that humans have. We have the ability to identify when a thought is a thought. Yes. Why the hell are we still living our lives as if the thought is fact? That's the real question. Because I'm living. I know I'm living my life with the thought is fact. That's why I brood so much. Why I'm lying in bed thinking, "Oh, that joke was stupid." Man, I I guess like a part of somebody's charm yeah. is exposing their vulnerabilities authentically yes that's how you get to meet somebody right but the problem is is those people often will lay awake at night thinking ah why (laughs) did i do that ah shit you know like (laughs) it's like man i went to a leafs game with tiktok Mm. and um they didn't give me a plus one because they're like oh the booth's gonna be full of people it wasn't full of people i mean there could have definitely been more people in there but there's other creators and as i've said on here it's I've got a weird relationship with those types of events, but I, I'm like, listen, it's a first playoff game, a Leafs game. I'm right. not going to miss this in a box too. So I go to the game. I sit by myself pretty much the whole game. And these other like younger influencers come and I meet them. Yeah. And I say to one guy, I'm like, oh, you have this like really sick cardigan yeah. that I like. And I remember thinking, what the fuck? <laughs> Like, like you just met them and you said that you like his yellow cardigan that he wore in some video. But but like, to him, to, to him, he's thinking, wow, he like, that's a nice, he, it's a compliment. So why am I, on one hand, beating myself up for saying something so bizarre and random when most likely somebody would absorb that as nice, he likes my shirt? Because a thought came across your mind of like, oh, frig, bro, that was cringy. Yes. And they think you're a stalker. Yes. And then you take like, that and you're like, this is fact. Let me absorb that. That is, this is my life. I am a cringe man. Yeah, we, we gotta talk a whole thing of crazy. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like then you then you sit back in your seat and you're like, "Well, I fucked that one up." <laughs> but I don't know. And like, correct me here, please, because <laughs> I think everyone overthinks. And like, sometimes we have like deep dark thoughts. Do you have deep yeah, dark thoughts? Yes, I mean everybody does. And, and and so the we all have this ability to just say that this is just a thought. I don't know. Let's do a thought exercise. Let's do a um, uh, let's say I don't know. Um, Take a deep thought. Take a deep, dark thought. Like, for example. Here, here, I got you. I got you. Okay. I live in my parents' house. Right. Damn, I'm, I'm really just trying to, like... <laughs> the thing is, with our examples, it's like we can't say about anyone else because... I, see, here we are. Because <laughs> no, I was going to give one to you. It exposes <laughs> yeah, 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 me. I'm yeah, like... Yeah. Okay. I live in my parents' house, right? It... Uh, <laughs> what if I tell you I thought about how great it would be if my parents passed away because then I got... To keep their house. Right, right. Right? Those those deep, those unconventional or like taboo thoughts. Taboo thoughts, yeah. right? 
I I would imagine most people, if I shared that thought exercise, mm-hmm. they'd be like, yo, holy shit. Actually, I uh, talked about this thought exercise with my mom yesterday. But they'd be like, holy shit, what's wrong with him? What's wrong with his relationship with his parents and yeah. all this, right? But you need to like know that monster inside of you that has that thought and to keep them like to keep them at bay well just say you are just a thought yes and that's all you are this is just a thought and actually if my parents pass away there would be a a horrendous thing but also yeah i get to keep a sweet house but also (laughs) this is you know (laughs) this is the people i love the most in my life you know like and like you have that conversation with these yeah, because I think there's a threshold for most people that once it gets dark enough, we're able to say, oh, fuck. Like, they. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, like, and like, staying away from it but, might but, not but, be the best thing. But no, but giving it a voice, like making it voiceless. Like, for an example, yes. we've, we have thoughts that whatever are, are dark thoughts. Yeah. That's the natural human brain to sometimes just like fuck with you like that. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, when you wanted to run away and like stop thinking like that, it's only going to give you more. Yeah. But I, th- I think humans naturally have an, uh, an ability to it's such an uncomfortable dark thought that we're going to be like, that's just a thought. Yeah. Eh, I would never, you know, that's, that's messed up. Let's get away from that. You know, where, where it gets dangerous is technically it's, uh, it's, you have these damaging thoughts. I'm cringy. I'm stupid. But why are those not dark? Because they're so, they're closer to reality because, 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 because it's about so us dark. and it's not, well, and it's also, it's not affecting other people. Yeah. So we'll tear ourselves down um, and not view it as a dark thought because it's us and we're in control of us and whatever. But it's like, why, that should be equally as dark. You're destroying the person you are who's running the show. Yeah, don't don't tell people nice yellow card again. No, <laughs> no, no. This no. Is the, yeah. I, I mean, like, for example, I shouldn't have had an expressive or, or uh, a thought inside saying, Dan, that was cringy. Why is it, I, what I should have said is that was really nice of you to compliment his shirt. And if he takes it any which way other than a compliment, his fault. It's on him because it's really hard to spin. That was a really nice yellow cardigan you have and made it anything else other than just that. Yeah. But I think the more you do this, the more you become better at just saying, like, that's just a thought. No, but this do you is... Think? Yes. Yeah, like, I mean, practice makes... makes Permanent. Uh, Perfect. Permanent, I guess. Not, yeah. yeah. Um, but I've, I've done this for years, man. Like, something that I'm sure some people know, but my YouTube videos, if you look back, I used to do self-help videos, yeah. right? T- Ten tips to deal with this. Five tips to deal with this. The reason those came out when they did, it was because I was dealing with it at the time mm-hmm. and I, I decided to research it. And for me, I was like, if I become the teacher of this, then then I could talk on it so passionately that maybe myself will believe this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always had an internal battle with who I am and, and who I'm presenting as. Yeah. Right? And that's a tough thing to meld together. Yeah. I, like, like you, you look at people and you're like, that person knows who they are. Then, like, you ever seen someone that just... They yeah, you f- just feel mastered themselves. Yeah. And it's like, to this day, I still feel like I'm all over the fucking place trying to bounce around. And people naturally will have thoughts of like, am I an unlovable person? Yeah. Right. And that's like, a, that's like a deep, dark thought too, because it's equally as destructing to say that you, first off, why would you ever think that you're special enough to be so horrible that you're unlovable? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we've talked about this. Even like serial killers have clusters of people that want to marry them like no matter how bad you are in life trust me there is someone out there for you yes right and, and i think that when before we got in this you mentioned one of them and i was like that's a great thing um I, you, one of them was um you know your soulmate could be 
in Australia. Your mm-hmm. soulmate could be in Japan. They Across could be the, the world. In the other side of the world. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, like, and I've said this before, like, look at everyone you know that's gotten married. Yeah. All based off proximity. Like, 99% of people get married based off of proximity. Like, is it, it's got to be that your soulmate is across the world, right? And you are settling for someone in, shout outs to Mississauga, the greatest city on earth, <laughs> right? Like, well, here, no, but here's the thing with that is I don't think your soulmate's across the world. I think you have hundreds of thousands of soulmates. Of soulmates, of people that could work for you. Yeah, like, humans can meld with a bunch of people. You ha- that's why they say you have a type. Yeah. Because that's your person. So it's it's not surprising that people geographically get together locally. And maybe also them, like let's say there's 100,000 soulmates. Okay, one of them happens to be closer to you. Are they not the better soulmate because they are closer to you? They're the more convenient one. Like, like if I have a soulmate in East Africa and Somalia or something, amazing, God bless. Um, but like that would be a hard relationship. Yeah, 100%. Sorry to dumb it down. It was a deep topic, but I was like, no, 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 no. But but that's exactly it. Like, um, imagine your soul. You only had one soulmate on this side of the world. We would all be lonely. Bro, people. we'd be frantic. People would be like, Yo, have, you, <laughs> have you seen this person? Maybe, maybe I should go to Japan <laughs> on a train ride. Have you seen them? Like, man, I, I can guarantee you. Like, I don't know. And what's what's more difficult is I think as you go through experiences, relationships, or as you get older, your your soulmate's credentials or requirements start to narrow down. Mm. So you're, and this could be a dark thought too, but I feel like you become less compatible. Yeah. Not out of desperation, because there's also, as you get older, you get more desperate for a relationship, right? But I could genuinely say I've become a hell of a lot more choosy. Yes. So the point that I'm actually thinking, maybe this is plaguing me, not to say that I'm looking for the perfect person, because I'm definitely not perfect either, but I look at it as like, I just feel like, uh, nah, you know, eh. yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if it's a stage of life or what the fuck it is, but I'm just like, nah, yeah. I also want to say, I think it's a millennial thing. I think millennials were so like, yo, this is how you sell a millennial. Tell them the product you made is a reinvention of some other product. It's one of a Tell kind. them it's like the best thing they've ever made. You know, you can sell us a friggin' mattress and tell us, hey, all mattresses before have been done this way. We made it this way. Yes, yeah. And this is the best. And look at all the reviews. 100%. Okay? That's how you sell a millennial. And for us, I feel like even with like, let's say looking for girls or looking for guys, you know, we need to know that this is the friggin' best. It is reviewed. Maybe. It is top tier. Honest to God, I genuinely think there's some truth behind that exact thing. And I don't know. And again, like I have the ability. I think most people have the ability to know you're not perfect. We yeah. all bring our own baggage to the table. Yes. That someone else is going to have to sort of unpack and, and figure out how they could sort of work with that, yeah. right? Um, so it's not that I, I've got this scope of you're not perfect, you're not perfect. It's just I think I've shifted um, from being heavily based off of looks. Like I can tell you right now my 20s were heavily based off of looks, Yeah. right? To then incorporating more. It wasn't all that, but like to incorporate more personality now. Yeah. Like, we're just not in the present. Even even if we're looking at the present, like, I feel like I've been looking for personality the last 10 years, but I've never been, and it's my fault, I've never been present with someone I'm actually, like, dating, right? Because I'm always looking in the future and being like, uh, is this person, yeah. like, is that joke yeah. not going to fly? So then, But what the hell do you know? You're on date number two. I know, I know, right? Like, how fucked is that? You're like, like could I see myself going to a family cottage with this? You know, could I go here? It's like, so no, we're I, fucked. We're just brooding in the past or thinking about the future. Brood, man, just I, be in the present, dog. I, I think a lot of people 
do both, man. We we except the dumb motherfuckers, the dumb motherfuckers are out yes. living day by day, yes. applying to whatever they want, and they're just going out like finding a partner and like loving that shit. Holy like, shit! <laughs> but this is this is not just a, a one off thing. Like I can tell you, this conversation has been had with multiple of my single friends. Like it'll just in passing come yeah, up, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like it comes down to maybe we're just too choosy, or we're just like why settle? I don't know. I don't know. I saw this quote on Instagram where nice quotes live. Okay. It was like, we're all expecting to find someone without any baggage by bringing in all our baggage or something like this. Obviously not an Instagram writer. Okay. But we all go into relationships wanting this person without like any fault, any baggage, but we're out here with frigging three suitcases, a carry on and a frigging personal bag of, of, of shit. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I mean, like, not so much. Like, uh, there's a part of me that, um, that like, will embrace someone's baggage. Yeah, sometimes some some baggage is nice. Some baggage is nice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not with the intention of I'm going to change them because that never works. Yeah, but, yeah. like... But there is, like, some cool pack <laughs> baggage. Yeah, well, it's, it's just kind of, like, it's <laughs> nice. One thing I have to work on, and it, it's funny because I could talk about it here on this podcast because it's a totally different element than my other branding of, like, TikTok, yeah. right? The one thing I have to work... I just forgot it. <laughs> Yo, we're in a memory... <laughs> no, no, man. Like, we're like a black hole or some shit. Yeah. No, this, mm-hmm. is when we know, this is when you know we're actually heated because, like, we just keep wanting to talk about shit. Um, Fuck. It's okay. I had something that I forgot well, earlier. What were we just talking about? <laughs> I, I I felt it leaving my brain out my ears. I'm like, no, baggage, stay, stay, stay. Good pack. Good baggage. <laughs> <laughs> Aesthetic like, baggage. Like, people... Instagram and, quotes. Uh, Oh, 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 here it is. Uh, accepting accepting me for me on an anxious level. Okay, so... so. Hold that thought. The way he thought about that right now, he was manifesting. He was yeah. My he, hands were up. He like, was creating the shit. Out of, he was creating this idea. My eyes were closed the whole time. He's like, hey, what is it? So I went to dinner with a friend uh, the other night, and I was asking her, because I'm like, you know, uh, I, I, who I am online and who I am on a very surface level is this extroverted, fun guy that... Is down for everything. Yeah. Right. And it's designed to be that way. It's marketable. It's yes. sellable. The issue is like for me, when I travel somewhere, um, I'll have anxiety. When I break my routine, mm. I have anxiety. Right. And I asked her, cause like I went to Vegas. That's how I met her. And I, I told her, I'm like, yeah, man, like the first night we were having dinner. And I remember just being so like anxious the first night because I'm just like dinner scenes are not a scene that I could leave. You can't just leave. And, and so essentially to an anxious person, you feel trapped, right? And you're like, oh, I can't, I can't get away from this. I got to be there. And she's like, no, Dan, you just have to let people know that like forced fun yes. or forced social engagements um, don't work for you. That's so crazy. Girls, I'm so jealous of you because you know this shit better than guys. Guys don't know this shit. Girls can be like, no, I'm not going to do that tonight. And guys are like, yeah, bro, for sure. Because otherwise you're going to call the pussy or some shit. Because guys, like we, we've learned like, yeah, like, Usually, our first date has to be, like, the sick-ass date, dinner, this, that. And, like, a lot of girls are just like, nah, can we just go for drinks? Because, like, a, a dinner date seems a little too much, and I can't escape that. I don't want to spend three hours with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I heard this recently, yeah. But, like, guys don't understand that shit. We don't know because we don't know the, uh, like, the, the social pressure, I guess, of, like, wanting to leave. Yes. You know? Like, yeah. we got to design this, like, well, epic because, long date. Because for us, it, it's like we've we've obtained, an, uh, like, 
three hours of your time. And we want to make sure that we not only look the best we for you. maximize that shit. We maximize it. So we're going to do like the, let me get that door for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like spit and shit. And, and like, to them, they're just like, oh, fuck. The walls just close <laughs> in of social pressure yeah. of like, I don't want to stay here. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's gotten to the point where, like, have you ever taken a step back from dating and just been like, Yo, I, I genuinely, bro, one of the greatest strengths I have in life is is I always, in my head, I'm always taking a step back and be like, like let's say this yellow cardigan situation. Mm. I'd be like, yo, nice yellow cardigan. A voice inside of my head would be like, yo, what a pussy ass thing to say. Nice yellow cardigan. What the, <laughs> what are we doing here, right? Yeah. And then another guy comes in in my head and be like, honestly, well, fuck him. It's a nice yellow cardigan. If he doesn't like it, he doesn't like I it. I mean, like, I have that ability. I would, I, I And that wonder. would happen with a date too. Like, I wonder, and I don't know if this is fact, yeah. but I wonder, and it seems like it checks out, that from doing a job online where you're constantly criticized, it, it only gives more credibility to the negative voice in your head. For an example, uh, let's say I filmed that interaction. Hey, man, you got a nice cardigan. Mm. I would get comments saying, what a bitch. Like, is that how you interact? Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, that voice in my head takes that and runs with it saying... Like, this is evidence as fact. Yeah, man. Like, I'm like, presenting this shit. Exhibit 1.2. You, yeah, yeah. Please look up here. <laughs> so, like, you don't just escape. Like, like social media is a tough gig only because people are right. I, would, I could never do it because they're the, the mean comments. Yeah. They don't hit me, but some of them are, like, sort of, like, covered in honey. Like, yeah. they'll stick a little bit, and, and I'll think about it. And then, I'll, and then if I think about it and it somehow fits, it's fucking locked in. Yeah. Online or offline, like, whatever you do in life, I think... It's fine. It's fine to look at negative comments and take them seriously as long as you also look at the positive comments and take them seriously. They don't hit the same, man. I, 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 but I, but I it's a good it's a I good theory. But it's like and the same thing with the positive. You know, also be careful of like let's say if you get all these positive comments and you're like just like living on it, you're like, Yes, 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 this I is love me. this yeah. shit, I love this shit. When you see a negative comment, you're also probably gonna likely stick to that too. Right? Yeah. When you don't care about positive yeah. comments, like when someone like says like Oh, amazing, man. You're changing the world. And like, you look at that, you're like, ah, oh, shit, like respect. But you know, I keep moving. Mm -hmm. You're probably going to be less likely to look at negative comments and be like, oh, shit, this hurts me. Yes, but it's it's hard because like when someone says something nice that you've intentionally did. So let's say you put on a new shirt and someone says, well, it's an awesome shirt. Yeah. You're going to give validation to that because you controlled that moment. You, you bought the shirt for that exact reaction. So when you get the reaction, you're like, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. For, for anyone to act as though they go into social media numb to either positivity or negativity, I have a hard time believing that because there's a lot more but the string pulling behind the scenes that mm. you don't understand. A joke, I could tell you firsthand, jokes that I'll put into my videos, I may have done five times before I actually liked that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it seems natural, so people then start to seem that, like, or think, oh, it just flowed with him. Yeah, yeah, it just went. It just went. Like, look how funny. That, it just came out. It's like, no, it didn't. <laughs> That's five voiceovers I did, dog. Yeah. I mean, you heard it, man. <laughs> the worst that's ever been was I was in New York City for a brand deal, and I had to fit in all of this lingo into one story frame. <laughs> and my cousin Jeremy was with me, and he was on the hotel bed, and I'm I'm like, I go, I, the whole thing was I'd start at the door, and I'd end up at the window, be like, hey, we're in New York. I had such a long script that, I had no time to even be like, you know, it was just go, go, go. But do you think this not happen this doesn't happen to everyone? What? This like re-recording or whatever? It does, but it goes back to the halo effect, which I don't know if we talked about last we week. We did, we did. It was in the last Maybe. 
Or was it the canceled though? Because <laughs> <laughs> like the halo effect, just a brief rundown is that when you look at somebody that is attractive, yeah, naturally every other aspect of them is elevated. They're funnier. They're they're anything they do more intelligent. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah. So it's called the halo effect, right? And I think that that applies. Like when when you look at somebody on social media, why the fuck? Let me ask you this: Like, why are models so followed on an app like TikTok? Literally, if you if you're an ugly ass motherfucker and you do a dance, you look stupid. You generally look stupid. If a hot ass girl does, does it a half dance, ass, it, it, yeah, does it half ass as well? She looks way better than you. But like, I hate that shit. The reason why I'm saying this is like Instagram. I get it. It was a photo app. TikTok is uh, is a personality app, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It showcases a little bit more of what you find funny, even if you're stealing people's content and doing it yourself. The reason you're doing that is because you found it funny. Mm. So it still shows your humor. When I look at models, and and I and not at all am I making a blanket statement. I don't want to like that models are all lifeless. Yeah. But the halo effect really affects models and wh- why they have such vibrant careers and why they have such a massive following is people see them and they think they must have everything great. Their, their significant other looks great. They're on a beach together and they look great. You know, like, mm. so everything looks great. And then you look at social media and they are the dullest fucking content on TikTok where yeah. it'll be like, even if they're doing a dance, it's a half-ass arm swing. It's like a, ha, ooh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like everything is half-assed, but yet they're so fucking cool. Because I've learned this thing of like in business and I guess online, literally everywhere in life. Um, if th- there's a few ways to succeed, you're either the first to it, the best at it, uh, the one, the one, like the biggest at it. So, okay. So you're the, the let's say, I don't know, a friggin', I don't know, let's say an, an iPhone or some shit. Okay. If, if you want to make the next big thing, right, you're either the first one to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're either the best one to do it. Okay. So like everyone makes tablets, but like yeah. I, you know, uh, iPad, iPad is the best, right? Or you're the biggest to do it, right? Like you just have like such like quantity of numbers, right? I think where models fall in is usually they're just the best looking to do it. So if they, if TikTok, like the beginning of TikTok, the beginning of Instagram, the beginning of Facebook, it was always filled with hot looking people. Remember Instagram, like, like in the first few years, it was always about like really good looking people. Yes. And before we discovered. Memes, yeah. Yeah. Right. And same thing with TikTok in the beginning of TikTok, it's going to be hot girls doing uh, shitty ass dances. Mm-hmm. Right. But as TikTok grows, I think like five years from now, three years from now, it's going to be all about memes and like really niche shit. And it's, it your boys resin are going to come through. <laughs> Let's you know go. I mean? <laughs> right. Like it, it grows. But I think, where hot models are, are in the beginning of something. They're just the best yeah. looking to do it. This wasn't meant to be like a bashing of models. I mean, it, it, it tied into just the halo effect. Yeah, right? and, oh. and number three on this list is some people are born better looking or taller than you. A hundred percent. I think we're we're raised to think um, that everybody has the same deck of cards. Yeah, the same ten points. The same ten points, and it's like no. Yeah, we're not. And, and and the the beauty of it is it adds uniqueness. Yes. And the beauty of it is it gives you a chance to discover what your ten pointer is because you look at a model, it's very evident their appearance was was awesome. Like that's how they got that. You look at a gamer and and maybe their um, coordination yeah. or reaction time is what their gift is. 
the, the thing I truly believe is everybody has one. I just don't know if society's scope is large enough to really accept everyone's. It doesn't mean that it's not okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we talked about this with the bottle cap collecting. If it, Sometimes there's something you do that just brings so much life that you go to bed smiling and you, you think back, that was such a fun day. Why was it a fun day? Well, because, you know, I collected uh, grasshoppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, well, find a passion there. Like, you found the hobby, but there could be a passion there. So, so back to like everyone's different is that yes, people are born better looking. I mean, this quote is only for some people are born better looking. Sure. But you were born more intelligent or more loving towards insects, which, you know, it's crazy, man. This 100 point system, like we've talked about it so much of like, it's like create a player. Everyone is just create a freaking player. Yeah. I I know I'm saying a lot of peas. Okay. It's just create a player. It's like Eminem, for example, was born with. Sick ass rapping potential, a shitty mom, right? And that shitty mom, some people were born with a better mom and they probably had a better future because yeah. of a better mom. But because of his shitty mom, his raps are like untouched. It, it, the art form was born, right? Right. Now, Eminem has got like, you know, 30 points deep into rap, uh, 20 points into uh, white male patriarchy, motherfucker, whatever. Okay. <laughs> but you know what Eminem might lack? Eminem might actually genuinely enjoy friggin' gaming. He might like Super Mario or some, I don't know, Rocket League or some some shitty video game, right? But he'll never go on Twitch to stream himself video gaming because he feels like, right? what kind of rapper am I? I'm Eminem. I can't be yeah. out here Twitch streaming. Yeah. Right? And people feel the need like they can't do that. But that's because things still work like that. Like back to that printer guy I told you about with the humbling comment. I asked him, I said, do you guys have TikTok? Because I was going to put this on TikTok. I knew it was going to perform the best on TikTok. He yeah. says, uh, not yet because we're trying to keep the branding like away from that sort of like cl- classy and ad- adult. He didn't mean it in an offensive way at all. I, and I, I 100% knew what he was saying. Yeah, yeah, he meant like we're an industrial company. And like, and like yeah, you, you don't want to. But in my world, I look at that. I look at what he's doing as so damn innovative. Yeah. And the potential and opportunity that's coming out of the things he's creating and his company's creating, mm. man, social media can change your life. It can change your business. We've seen it happen over the years. Yeah. And so for someone to say it's not like a classy thing, I get it. Cause I know a lot of people, man, I, I said this probably last month yeah. that I have to sort of start doing these, stop doing these gimmicky resin pieces. If I want to be a respected artist mm-hmm. and I just can't seem to leave them because it's it is me and it's fun and I can now have to find a way to be a professional artist with these types of pieces and that's what I'm determined to do. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't think any all artists ever leave. I don't know. Even Balenciagas with their new ass shoes, shitty ass shoes, like dirty ass shoes. Mm, yeah, I mean? was those real? Yeah, those were real. Man, Balenciaga, man, they, they someone used to stop these motherfuckers. <laughs> okay? I saw them, like Converse, like dirty Converse. But they're probably the same. They probably just want really high class shit, but they just can't leave messing up uh, <laughs> shoes, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Number four, some people are born in a better country than you. This shit is the unfairness of the world. Okay? And I'm, I'm not... <laughs> the reason last week <laughs> I deleted a chunk is because I got... Well, they wouldn't overly, know. Yeah, yeah, I know. But overly political. Okay? I am going to dial down the po- the politics. <laughs> But it's so true. I think one of the biggest unfairnesses in the world, like you can be one of like the lowest class, let's say citizens in Canada or America. You're probably still 
top 20%, top 10%. And, you know, you can hate on the top 10% and all this. You're probably top 10% in the world. Mm. Because you're in a country that's way better for welfare and life. And it's not your fault. And it's not your fault. Yeah. And it's not your fault. And you're not perpetuating some sort of, like, top 10%. No, yeah. And people love to spin it that you are, but it's not your fault. Like, there's so many things out of your control in life. Yeah. Your gender. Yeah. Uh, your the place of birth. Yes. The family you're born into. You know, the, the the body you're born into. These are things that you don't have much control of. I mean, there's certain aspects that you can modify and change, of course. But like, there's also certain things that, like the body you're born into. Maybe you have a birth defect. This is crazy. Like, you could literally be born, let's say, as a girl in some countries. And you genuinely will have a shittier life. Oh, if not yeah, yeah. killed instantly. Yeah. yeah. That's so wild. Yeah. Right? And, like, I don't know, man. It's, it's a it big one, man. Genuinely is, like, one of, like, the biggest unfairnesses is, like, uh, or growing up even, like, in a farm and, like, you were never interested in farming. You know? Like, you're just born in a farm and or like, you don't yeah. like farming. You just want to be a friggin' pianist. Like a family so, that has generations of the company business. Oh, you, know? you got to be the bubblegum guy. Yeah, uh, well, five <laughs> generations bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, you know what I mean? Like, he just wants to, like, friggin' yeah. paint art. Yeah. Damn, I don't know. Um, Man, I, I, you know, I never really sympathize or understood that like life is hard, right? Like, like people would always sigh, like, oh, life sucks. Life is hard. But as you get older, life doesn't necessarily suck, but I can start to see how life gets hard only because of self-fulfilling things. Yes. Life is hard for me. I can promise you because of me. Yeah. My life is hard because of my mind, what oh. I'm telling myself and what I'm doing, right? You're so good at life, bro. I, I'm so happy you said this. And, yes. it, and it's like the, the the worst thing because if you were to zoom out and yeah. just take a character profile of the things I have in my life and things I've gotten to do and, and people I've gotten to meet, what's hard about that? Yeah. Because it, it, but it's operating this machine of a body that I'm in to, to function every day at a smooth level and, and dodge the the brain that I was given the yeah, mind yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I've got a very active imaginative mind and it's blessed me with both a, a healthy career on social media with art projects but it's also cursed me with over amplifying every aspect of my life to the point that I'll lie in bed I'll sit I'll bike and I'll think about this I'm in my head 90% of my day but your brain loves this shit like look here's the thing like whatever whether you believe in religion or not most religions in today say something along the lines of this life here is all about suffering. Life is suffering. Uh, this life is a test. This life, whatever. Okay. It's, it's so true. Like life isn't, I don't think the meaning of life is supposed to be happiness. I genuinely don't see that because if you give someone the happiest life, they will still have, you, we can already see how a happiest life will already be shit right like i feel like life has to be about suffering because then when you're suffering you start taking responsibilities you start um feeling certain like you change your ways yeah, like, yeah. like you look at like a mom you know a, a stay-at-home mom right and i think that's such a a like good job to have is because like you have that responsibility of that kid right even if you don't, even if you're a career person, right? You're some career woman and you don't want to have kids. You having that responsibility of your career and like making things better in life and 
um, making your business better and all this, that is responsibility. No matter where it is, life is suffering. And when you suffer, you start to learn how to be more responsible. And when you become more responsible, you start, it, that's, I, I feel like that's true happiness. That's like the true you know meaning is, of though, I, I don't know if a lot of people use the term suffer in their everyday vocab. Right? Yeah. And, and, and which is why that may come across darker than they may think it is, right? Mm -hmm. To say that life is about suffering, we may look at our life and say, what was the most time we ever suffered? Man, when, um, you know, and, and they're automatically going to go to the most time they're in pain, Yeah. right? And you're telling me that my whole life, I got to be more where my body aches and I got to be in pain. No, I think what I've learned is that happiness is not the default. And you yeah. grow up thinking, if you're not happy, what's wrong, right? You have these questions asked to you where you start to contemplate, I don't know, what is wrong? But it only took, like, it took years, years. Like, I only learned this maybe during the pandemic when you have a lot of time to think. And I was like, you know, happiness is something that like you have to, like it's like a recipe. You got to do things to achieve that feeling and sensation. Yes. So life may not necessarily be about suffering, but I would agree that life uh, at a lot of times is about maneuvering through failures, things that hurt emotionally. Mm -hmm. Of course, things that might hurt physically, mm -hmm. losing someone, you're only going to ever continually start to lose people, right? Yeah. Um, change is something humans naturally don't like, right? So, so that I think is all encompassed in the word suffering. Yeah, it's within. Yeah, but people look at suffering as like this hell-like state where it's like, that's how I should live? No, but just understand happiness is not equally as how you should live either. Yes. Right? That, that's something that you want to be happy will do the shit that makes you happy. Yes. And, and also when you do that shit, it will make you super unhappy. There, I'm sure there's come times in your life when you're like, what am I actually doing with YouTube? Right. Or like, yeah, and you just become like, so like jaded by it and you're just like so unhappy, but then you got to go through that. And it's like, it's so true. The, saddest times really do make the like the strongest people and like some of the happiest times like i don't know i remember yeah like, big time big when time. my grandma passed away i loved her more than anything loved the girl mm -hmm. okay but one of the like because my parents were like kind of like living away and uh, just different things i was like the one who kind of had to like coordinate uh she's always wanted to be buried back in iraq mm -hmm. so we had to like coordinate shipping her from here all the way to iraq and it was like such a let's say a tough time, but then like taking that responsibility of organizing a funeral and organizing how she's going to be shipped to Iraq, that genuinely made me more of a family person than any other thing that I could right. have possibly done. Right, right. And, and same thing with anything else. Like if I, if I, you know, uh, let's say if you have a YouTube, like going through like those toughest times are the things that will make you love YouTube way more. Which is the sentiment behind life is about suffering, right? Yeah. Like, like it's it's not meant to be all sunshine and rainbows because that's something you achieve. Yeah. Right. It, it, you're you're born in this world with no manual, and unfortunately, you, your manual is in control of two people, your parents, and sometimes it's not even two people, yeah. and sometimes it's not even two people that are willing to share how the manual should properly be functioned. So they don't teach you how to do life properly, maybe. Right. Yeah. So you go through life thinking this is one way, and and this is how you treat people, and that's how you're supposed to do, and and slowly you get molded by the rights and wrongs of society to be something. And yeah. that could be a challenging time when you're tested to say, hey, this isn't uh, how it works. I know you were born your whole life living like this. This isn't how we actually work. Yeah. This is the real world now. This is the real world now, right? And I think once you start to hit that, it's tough. For me, like, yeah, YouTube 
has has brought a lot of stress, but it's it's brought equally as a lot of joy. Yeah. The, the the demon that's constantly chasing me personally with social media is the fear of invisibility, being mm. forgotten, being redundant. Like who's Dan? You know, like like uh, that's a fearful thing because so much of my career is tied to notoriety. Uh, brand deals. Yeah. They don't want to hire. They don't want to hire someone with one view. Yeah. Right. So you have to maintain this treadmill of I need to be something an infinite all the time and you like it's it's really tough to have a bad day yeah because if you have a bad day you don't come across the same you start to and and, and add in an anxious mind which is already fucking tearing yeah, shit yeah, apart yeah. It, it can be a really tough career but there's no other thing i could think of that i would want to do but you see i've always said this like how like youtube looks like the real life as well like it's the infinite chase like same thing you are saying this at hundreds of thousands of subscribers, right? You'll say this at millions of subscribers. You, the same fear, right? Because it's so infinite. It's like I can't, I can't fall. Same thing with with you know making a hundred thousand dollars a year. That same stress exists at a million dollars a year. You're like, I need to make more. Yeah, I need to make cause, more because things start to adjust for that. Like I knew. All of my social career was like, okay, I got to hit a million. I want to be in a million guy. Yes. And I finally did it at the very end of last year. Okay. That's like 10 years into my Give social career. Give yourself like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I did it very unexpectedly. Yeah. I made a rug. It blew up on TikTok and I skyrocketed in two days over 500,000 followers, which brought me to 1.4 million. Rugs, bro. Right. So I... So I, I passed a million, right? And this is something that, that frustrates me that I'm definitely having to work through. The thing that frustrates me is that when I hit a million, it's, yeah. it's, and, and my, my 30th birthday is right there too, I see people on Instagram, okay, that are hitting 300,000 followers on TikTok and their families throwing them a party or their friends throwing them a surprise party with balloons, right? Or, or some type of shit like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, when I crossed a million, I was at my studio at 9 p.m. by myself. Crickets, motherfucker. Yeah. What, wasn't your mom there? Is it your mom no, there? I had dinner with them. Oh, okay. And I and I don't I don't hold any blame to, yeah, 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 to yeah, anybody yeah. outside of myself because numbers and, and social media isn't their game. Yeah, I'm already in my head like, shit, I should have done something. No, no, no but, yeah, but yeah, I know. It, it's one of these things that I'm like, fuck, I've hit such amazing milestones. And, and I, this is going to come across like I'm playing the, the fucking violin, yeah. but a lot of them I had to embrace myself or i had to go i went to therapy and I, I sort of talked about it saying like this was huge to me yeah. but it wasn't huge to anybody else it seems and that sucks because i saw yesterday a girl hit four hundred thousand followers on tiktok and yeah. it's it's been a progressive thing right like like every two months she'll hit another thing and her dad will be like oh my god you know <laughs> i love you <laughs> you know like i love you and they, they got her these big ass balloons and shit and it's like i don't necessarily want the, the big show yeah. To, to understand that I'm doing well is something that I don't want to constantly have to water myself. Yeah, this is your graduation. Like, yeah. Come out to my graduation. Yeah, and then when I've brought this to people's attention, it's been said, well, we say it, but you're just not there. Let me tell you something, guys. <laughs> just across the board, and this will be my last thing, is if you appreciate somebody or something they do or, or a, a, an achievement they've done, it means shit unless they know it. You could tell the whole world around them, but but the the gift that you could give with those kind words and sensation is to tell it to the source yep. and say, "I appreciate that," or "I appreciate you," or "You've done great." That that hits a million times more impactful than you saying, "We tell everybody else." I don't give a fuck if everyone else knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's me that needs watering. <laughs> Number seven here: you get reward based on results, not effort or intent. 
Right. The great unfairness of the world. Yeah. I am. I, I <laughs> wish. Fucking perfect. I, I wish <laughs> you feel, you know, I, I wish you feel what we feel. Right. But in the end of the day, if you don't get that result, it doesn't matter. No. Like, you, I, yeah, I can tell everyone yeah, around yeah, me. Yeah, like, I agree. Yo, yeah. Dan is so sick. He hit a million. Mm. Right. But if you don't get that result. Yeah. It does nothing, man. I, I I genuinely feel like that. Yeah, it does nothing. This is why I think, like, cards are so great because at least or birthdays or holidays, at least it gives you a reason once a year to write something nice for the person. Yeah, yeah. Because because a lot of people are uncomfortable about saying I I really appreciate you. Yeah. Or I I, I want to do this or this or this for you. Um. But the birthday cards give you that that sort of out. Yes. You know to sort of say you know I have to do this anyway, so I'll write it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's my unfairness across the board is that you see some people that might be surrounded by more explosive support, yes. more verbal support, M more love the way you appreciate it. Yeah. I think that's what it is because I could look at that 400, I generally will look at that 400,000 girl yeah. and be like, yeah, you guys shit. And I would hate that. Yeah. Right. But it's someone who might feel love in a certain, in a different way would super appreciate it, like yourself. Yeah. hundred percent. Well, and, and that's what it comes down to, I guess. You know, it's, it's a love language thing. So, of course, this whole thing is opinion. But I, I, I think across the board, telling somebody versus telling everybody else but that somebody, yeah, yeah, yeah. it just seems like a very ineffective way. That's like me saying, uh, hey, Mark, can you turn the hose on? And you do every other thing other than actually turning the hose on. Yeah, you see, but like literally, I'm, I'm not defending that. But like literally for me, I would much rather someone tell everyone around me like talk good behind my back then talk good to my face genuinely you would no no, no but, but keep in mind you're not gonna know yeah i'm not gonna know i generally would prefer that so you're you know? content with yourself maybe i'm not happy with myself no, no 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 don't read into it <laughs> don't, <laughs> no don't i'm trying like, I, no. I get i get the other side but i just i can't see how that would be beneficial because i'm, I'm saying it, i do think it's like a difference of love let's say uh, that same difference of love language Probably exists as here well. I think as it's well. a confidence thing. Like if you're confident, I genuinely like if I take a compliment, I cannot take a compliment. Like yeah, no, nice. you uh, can though. Uh, you can because maybe I should have more sugar. No, your outward facing might be like I, I can't, I can't. Yeah. But internally, you're getting that warmth. We all do it. Of course. When somebody gives you a compliment, you be like, hey. you know, when I first met this printer guy, he goes, "Hey, I heard you're the uh, TikTok star." And I go, "Ah, I do TikTok." Yeah. Inside, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" You know, like yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. Good, it feels of good. Of course, man. of course. But for me, I get more warmth <laughs> when when um, our mutual friend Eric is talking to you, and then you're like, oh, "I have a problem in life," and then he's like, "Oh man, you should talk to Amar about it, right?" And then that is more warmth to but me. You than, would never than have Eric, known than Eric coming to me and be like, "Yo, I, I think you're good," uh, you know. No, no, no. You, you've simplified one and you've amplified <laughs> yeah, the other. <laughs> like, let's say, let's say Eric comes to you and says, hey, Amar, you know, I really appreciate you as a person you are. I think I can come to you often. Uh, you really appreciate, you, you give me good advice and you're always there for me. Yeah. That's going to make you feel good. It, it is. But now, it's going to make it, me feel more good if I'm like, yo, Eric, tell 10 friends about me. <laughs> no, no, because you still know. What I'm trying to showcase here is that you either know or you have no idea, Right. In yeah. these aspects, you you still know, but you just want them to tell everyone. <laughs> yeah. No, what I'm saying is it, it comes down to if you appreciate someone, uh, I think it's really important that they know that Yeah. in order for them to actually sit with it and coordinate and, and be like, okay, th like that that's valuable information to me. No, no, I think what you're saying is completely right. <laughs> it's completely right. And, and I'm, I'm saying it does work, I think, for many people. It, it like, works both ways. Appreciating them and telling them, hey, I appreciate you this much. 
and it's not your birthday today, but you know, you hit a million and that's a huge thing. Right, right. And maybe we should have dinner. It's but just, it's, it's an annoying. Available. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's all it is, is annoyance. When I see people with these fucking balloons, yeah. you know, for my 30th birthday, I had this, uh, expectation, I think, that it should have been big. Yeah. And part of me was like, eh, you know, but I had this expectation, 30 on 30. Mm. December 30th, I turned 30. My birthday, I had to rent out. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. That's champagne birthday. Yeah. That's one million birthday. But, but, I mean, in all fairness, there was COVID, right? Yeah. But I had to rent out a party place. I spent almost $400 of my own money yeah. for everyone to have fun. They all came out, which was great, but... I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm sort of losing you. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking that party meme. You know that party meme where like people are dancing and like one person just in the corner and they're like, and you're just like, they don't know I hit a million today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. It's. It's kind of like, and I did. I would have hit a million literally the day I before. Um, so I think I'm the type for. Let me let me rephrase this. And then I am the type of person where positive reinforcement can fucking put me to the moon. Yeah, true. When I have it. True. I had it like Bell Media was 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 pretty supportive in that way. Mm. And that's why I was so I did all these red carpets was they, they put me in these places that they clearly believed in me to do. Mm. Right. Um, and so I, I thrive under people believing in what I can do and actually telling me I can do it. Yeah. Versus me leaving being left to my own devices saying, hey, Dan, I need you to do this. Let's just see what you can do. Yeah. 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 Fuck. I hate that, man. Anyway. Yeah. Do you want to do more? I got no. I got it's more uh, we're at an hour five. Woo! Hour five. Yeah. Goddamn, we got so many more here. All right, we can do um, a part two. No, no, no. Um, how do I want to? All right, this is how I'm gonna end. <clears throat> I'm gonna end it with my favorite quote in life. Okay. Yeah. Which is, "I am a man. Nothing that is human is alien to me." Maya Angelou, Terence. Okay. Um, so this quote by Maya Angelou yeah. basically means. Anything anyone has ever done is not alien to me, right? Like, if 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 Elon Musk could do it, I could do it. Uh, like, Elon Musk. You, no, but, 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 yeah, yeah. Turn the music down. Yeah, yeah. Turn the on, music down. Yeah. yeah. Let's re-enter this. Yeah. Um, for a second here. Um, don't you? Th- we just did a whole video or podcast. Yeah. On unfairness. Unfairness. People are born smarter. They are. They're born better looking. They are. And you shared a quote that basically says, "You can do all that." You think you think anyone could be Elon Musk? I think anyone can be as good as the best person and anyone can be as bad as the most evil person. Right? I think I don't know. I don't know if I agree. Yeah. A lot of it comes down to the biological settings. I don't think so. I think um there are so many maybe let's not take Elon Musk. Obviously he's literally one in seven billion. Okay. Well you have to. If, if no, but let's take, take let's take the top hundred. Let's take the top hundred. Is that okay? You yeah. know, I think they aren't doing something in a certain way that that is incapable to many human beings. You know what I mean? Like Elon Musk isn't there because of some sort of because he's tall. Like yeah, there's a lot of injustices, and maybe Elon Musk would have been more successful if he was taller or whatever. But like in the end of the day, you can also learn. You can also learn to do that shit. You can learn to be as good as they are, as Jeff Bezos, as as Tim Cook, as whoever. I think as it kind of goes Oprah ag- Winfrey. I think it goes against. Uh, I don't know. Like I would sort of disagree, and uh, the, the reason why is yeah. because experiences are what makes somebody who yes. they are and what they're capable of doing. Sure. So to say a statement like 
anybody can be the best or even the top 100 or someone could even be the worst. I don't think someone can always be the worst because you're, you're, the situation you were born into will prevent certain things. No, I think people need to know that you can be as bad as Hitler. You can, you can. I don't think you so. are. We are capable of being as evil as the most evil person, right? Like I, I genuinely, I genuinely believe that. I genuinely think like people need to know the monstrosity that everyone carries. Like I know, maybe. People, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't think I could ever. Yeah. Kill somebody. Sure, that's fair. Most of us believe that way, right? But we're all capable of doing it. No, I don't. I don't. You understand? Like it's like it's like we're all capable of of I doing that. Like this. I have I have a trust in you that when you're driving your car, right? That you're not like if I'm in the car with you, yeah. I have a trust in you that you're not gonna go off the freeway and you're just gonna veer left. Because mentally, yeah, mentally, which is our our computer system. Um, there's there's certain things set in place that would prevent us from doing that. Similar feeling to be, have you ever been at the edge of a pool and you mm. know the pool water's freezing and your your body keeps jolting like you want to jump, but yeah. you're just not. Everyone's like, come on, jump. Well, it's because your body's saying, don't jump. It's freezing in there. Yeah, but your yeah, body's yeah. like, come on, man, jump. jump. So you have this contradictory emotion where you're just like, Ugh. yeah, but I, I, look, here, here's what I'm saying. I'm not saying like everyone can be Elon Musk. That's all I'm saying. What I'm saying is there's many people with many shitty things that have happened in their life and many good things that have happened in their life that have made a great deal of themselves. Mm. Oprah Winfrey, Elon Musk, whoever, whoever it is, your your favorite aunt, your whatever it is, you are as you have the same human ability even if you are missing a leg, if you're missing an arm. Yes, it makes it harder, but that whatever makes it harder is probably something that makes you better at life. For example, Oprah Winfrey um, got uh, which yeah, she, I think she got raped when she was a, a child. Mm -hmm. That is a very traumatic thing, mm -hmm. right? And it's very easy for someone to say, um, because of that trauma, I am incapable of doing many things. A and we would take that as fact, and that that is true. However, that trauma also makes you, in some ways, and if and I, I hope they get to see it, but in some ways, a better person and more capable of things and overcoming challenges, and because of overcoming certain challenges, you become better at overcoming other challenges and you become a stronger person. So I feel like, yeah, I, I look, I think it's a beautiful sentiment. Like I, the, the quote, it, it hits. And that quote happened that person named Terrence said it and he was a slave and then became a playwright. Right. Listen, you're, you're going to have situations where people will have these transformative things. We all, I mean, look at your high school. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you guys haven't been out of high school for more than 10 years, Maybe it hasn't hit yet, but we everybody knows somebody that was like a huge pothead in, in high school. Yeah, that is now like just the opposite character. Not saying it's bad, but like a totally different person. Yes, um, I I know a bunch. So it's like those happen. Yeah, um, but they're not like like yeah. Okay, I'll I'll agree with it. Yeah, I'll agree with it. Yeah. I think, yeah, it, it, it can be extreme to think that uh, someone that's gone through a traumatic experience can also achieve things. Of course they can. Of course they yes. can. But you're dealing with a lot of hurdles like like PTSD. There's a lot of mental traumas that sometimes don't go away. Yeah, and I'm not neglecting that. But I do believe that if you happen to be so lucky that you overcome those challenges... Right, then this could be a very big driving force, a big positive 
driving force uh, to make you a better person. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. There you go. That's my answer. Uh, it's good, quote. man. My Angela. Favorite quote. <laughs> you like her, right? This is the shit I would actually get tattooed on me. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully this helped. And we can always do additional ones, but please reach out on uh, social media in the DMs. Those yep. are great. At Danocracy. At Amar Originals. There she is. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll catch you in the next one. Love you.